there is a sound rising in the earth right now. How many know that? There's definitely a sound rising in the earth right now. And uh, it's rising in the earth. It's rising in our nation. And, um, yeah, you can hear it. No, it's not a, a sound of a political party. It's not the sound of, of, a, of a social movement. Uh, it's the, the other sound. It's the other sound where, where we were just singing about God's doing something on the other side that we don't see. And I want us to just focus now, and, and really, I believe that we are in the days, and I've, I've said these in past messages, that we are in the days of, of Luke 21, of Matthew 24, or, uh, of uh, all these things that we, we know that there's, uh, on the earth, there's distress in the nations and perplexity going on, and, and men's hearts are, are failing them for fear, right? And, and the expectations of those things that, is, uh, that are coming to the earth, and um, the powers of heaven are, are shaking right now. Okay, and, and so this all, this all lines us up to see this coming of the Son of God. Isn't that awesome? Except we don't want him to come yet. Because <laughs> we've got to win souls. I believe that God wants to win people to Jesus, you know. And I, I, I'm just like, I, I, I totally agree with Rodney Howard Brown, like, Lord, just give us a little more time so we can win souls, and then you can come. Because the whole earth, I believe that there is going to be an, an in gathering, and I believe that there is going to be a billion youth that come to Jesus. I do believe those words, because I, I, as far as I can tell, a lot of what Bob Jones has said has come to pass. And I'm believing that just one billion youth can come to, come to Christ in, in moments, in, in, a, in a short season. And that's what's line. See what what we're seeing is this is all lining up right now. This is all lining up right now, and so now these, the Bible says that when these things happen, what we're what we're supposed to do is not get fearful and not get sucked into the spirit of the age, but we're to what look up. First, our redemption draws nigh. That's a good thing, but look up, and then it says this. It said, "Lift up your heads." And we know that David, right, <laughs> well, first of all, we know what time it is, right? Because Romans, Paul said this. He said, do this. Knowing the time, it's now high time to awake out of sleep. Knowing the time, it's high time to wake out of sleep. And God wants to shift and move us into a place where we are hearing what the Lord's saying. And there is a sound that's being released on the earth but is the church hearing it? And that's, this is what we want to talk about tonight because I know, I know there's a declaration on the other side of all the racket and the riots and the fear and all the things going on in the earth. And I, and, and I do believe, I do believe this is the hour where God's going to do something beyond what we ever thought or imagined. I do believe that we are in Ephesians, that, that 320 is, is the word of the Lord, that we can believe that God's going to do things beyond what we thought what we ever could have imagined in this hour. But I'm telling you, don't, get, don't be afraid and don't be uh, hesitant to step in to what the Lord's about to do in this hour. He said, you know, he said, take heed, watch, and pray. For you do not know when the time is, meaning we don't know when the Lord's coming back, so that means we need to stop fooling around and get diligent with what he's doing right now. You know, there's, there's things that the Lord wants to release, and we're, we're kind of hearing them, but God's saying, come on, will you just press in a little further? Will there be a, a sound in the earth that's 
opposite of the sound that's happening in the, in the midst of secular, what's happening in the secular uh, society and the culture. And, and I'm telling you right now that there is that there is a voice, there are voices, and I went over this already, there are false voices that are releasing certain things, and, and I'm not even talking about the body of Christ. How many know that there can be false prophets and they're not even in the body? I mean, we're always looking for the false prophets in the body. There's false prophets all over the place, and they're, they're declaring uh, something that's not of God, and they're trying to get us to move in that direction. They're trying to bring a, a swing to things so that, so that we can move and shift into a, an order that we don't want to be in. And so God wants to bring divine order. But I, I believe this. It's high time to wake out of sleep. And so what's the sound that I'm talking about? It's the sound of awakening, I know. We're a kingdom awakening. I got to talk about awakening. No, it's it's true. We're in this era. We're in this place where there's a sound that the Lord is trying to get through to his church. And it's a sound that wakes us up. Listen, how can we go through a global pandemic and still be asleep? Because I'm not I'm not watching a whole lot of things anymore. Come on, I got you have to hear the Lord for yourself. And God's called you, and he's called you into a place where you're about to run like you've never run before. You're about to move in places where you've never moved before. You're about to be in this place where the desire in your heart begins to draw you into the presence of God. And when God begins to speak, things begin to move. And that's the sound that you're looking for. Right? So David said it like this. You know, David was a man after God's own heart. And he said, lift up your heads, O ye gates. This is what I was just talking about before. Lift up your heads, O ye gates, and everlasting doors. And let the king of glory come in. Because we want the king of glory to come to the church. But we can't continue to listen. As we begin to move, and we begin to move in what he's saying in this hour, something's going to change and shift. And the glory of the Lord is going to fall upon the church like never before. And I believe tonight that the Lord has in store for us something that he wants to pour out for us. It is an outpouring, but it's the outpouring of a sound and a cry that's supposed to come from the church in this hour. I do believe this, and, and, and I don't think it's time for, for believers to be, uh, as we sit, we can't sit anymore. We can't just relax anymore. I, and I'm not saying, I'm saying we have to enter into the rest and, and by faith move into things that we've, but I'm telling you, there's no time. There's no time. It's high time. It's high time, right? So, I, so my, exhort, my exhortation tonight and my, and my plea tonight and my prophetic utterance tonight is, is that we shake the earth. Come on, Zion. That we begin to shake the earth. I'm talking to Zion. I'm talking to the sons of God. I'm talking to the sons and daughters of God tonight. And we're called to shake the earth. Why? Because there's all kinds of things that are shaking the earth tonight, but it's not the right spirit. It's not, it's, it's a lawless spirit. It's, come on, the man of lawlessness has appeared, and he's looking to bring sons of lawlessness out of the earth. And I'm telling you, God's looking tonight for those who are the sons of God, who are adopted into the kingdom, who live out of the realm of the kingdom, and don't live any other way. I'm telling you, some of the confusion that's come onto your life is because there's an opposite sound in the earth. feel good so the sound of awakening and it's it's a groaning it's a groaning that's coming from the earth 
Can you hear me? There's a, there's a groaning that's coming. And I don't care where you were yesterday or even last week or, or, or wherever you've been. I'm telling you, God wants to shift things and move things tonight so that there's a permanent, come on, there's a permanent hinge pin on your life that moves you and opens the door to the King of Glory coming into your life tonight. I do believe that. And I put, I, you, we can just come here and think that it's just another service and we're going to hear Miles rant and he's going to get fired up and he's gonna, we're going to leave good. But I'm telling you tonight, if, if you have faith to believe and you have faith to step into this thing, I'm telling you, God will deposit something on you tonight. I know that I know that I know that God will rip through this place incredibly if you're not afraid. Some of you won't step into the aisle because there's going to be a choice, right? Step into the aisle or up here, and, and God will rip through, and I believe that. And if we stay in the seat, you can get it there if you're afraid, afraid to get in contact. But I'm telling you tonight, it's full contact sport tonight. So we just, we just need to allow the Holy Spirit to move, right? And, and God can be the one to just release his power at any moment. And you should be touched by that, and you, you may sense the Spirit of God come on you right now. But, but are, we, are we just in a stupor? Come on. Come on. It's high time to wake up. So there's, there's been sounds in the earth. I just want to go over the sounds that we've been hearing in the earth. I know you know them, but I'm just going to review them so then we can talk about the sounds that are being released from the kingdom and the sounds that are being released from the sons of God. So we know that there's a sound of pandemic, right? Pestilence and global, uh, to a global scale unprecedented. None of us in this room, I don't care how old you are, you have not seen anything like this in your entire life, and, I, and, I, and, I, and I'm not going to give it any glory, but I, it's a true fact that there's a, a global thing that's happened with, with just re the releasing of, of, of a hell-like thing that shut, the, shut down the globe, and, and some of it's in mystery. Some of it we don't understand, and you don't need to understand it, so stop trying to understand it. Stop trying to understand it. Stop trying to do research. <laughs> stop studying, stop meditating on it, right? So it's a sound that, that has magnified global conscience towards sickness, disease, and, and, and death. Are you hearing me? Am I in the right church tonight? Let, let, me, let me say, I, I'm telling you, it's tried to open a gate for sickness, fear, and all these things to flood into the earth, right? And don't get me, listen, the enemy did a good job. But there's a different sound. There's a different sound. So it literally loosed fear and panic on the earth. And, and I believe it, it's defined itself literally. Ready? Fear, false evidence appearing real. I'm telling you, there's been something released that makes it look like something real. Like it's going to take my life and I should be afraid and... But the rules change all along the way. It's trying to grip the hearts of men so that we don't know. What we Come on, people don't know the way out. And you're the voice that needs to be releasing what the way out is. You need to be a, a, a signpost. Come on. How many want signs and wonders? Someone's a sign in this place should be a signpost as to where to go. Come on, go right to Jesus. Come on, I'm a sign that points to Jesus. You should be a sign tonight that points to the Lord Jesus, that points to the power of healing, that points to the power of, of, of peace, that points to the power of who he's called you to be in the kingdom this hour. You should be a signpost for that. And if yesterday you weren't, it's okay. Tomorrow you will be.
So it's a sound that's changed our lifestyle. And I just want to stop here for a minute. And again, it's changed everything. It's changed the way we view things. It's changed the way we travel. It's changed, changed how we go home. Changed how we go to the store. Changed how we go to places. I know. The, the veil's dropping now, right? Okay, and all of a sudden the plastic bags that you bring home aren't contagious. I know. But it's, listen, do you understand what type of magnitude it's had on the globe for a, a whole quarter of the year? Crazy. So I'm, I'm referring to a sound. Why am I referring to a sound? See, because it changed normal patterns. And usually sound waves will change things. Come on, that's why music, that's why worship is so powerful. That's why when you prophesy, it should be powerful. That's why when we, we don't need another, you know, nice, nice little word from, you know, just exhorting someone to be, uh, you know, a good person. You need a word that's going to change and bring fire to someone's life today. Right? And, and I'm all for exhortation. <laughs> but I'm telling you, God wants to release a word to you and he wants to release a sound out of your voice that's going to change and shift things in the earth. That's what tonight's all about. We, we're going to make a sound here that's going to shift the earth. Come on, it started at the end of worship. We got there. We got there. Come on, we're going to pick it back up and the Lord's going to do it. But, but, but when we begin to meditate on the different sound bites and the different video bites. We start meditating and seeing and hearing and seeing and hearing and seeing and hearing things from God. Even, even your YouTube videos from your favorite preachers. Come on. Sometimes it's just, come on. God wants to give you a word and he wants to release the sound of God out of you, but he wants you to get it from him. And I'm telling you, tonight, you'll be able to get it from him if you step into where he is. If you begin to open the gates and allow the glory of God to come in, you're going to receive what comes only from him. I'm telling you, there's something that has to come directly from heaven for you tonight to change your, uh, your, your trajectory and where you're going in your life. I'm telling you, tonight, that is, that's available to you if we just step in and align ourselves with what's happening. So, so we be... We begin to meditate on those bites and, and begin to take up, uh, it begins to take up more real estate in our hearts. So I'm saying change, the, change your realtor. Find the place you're supposed to be living in. Some of us have realtors, I don't mean that personally. <laughs> Some of us have realtors that are bringing us to the wrong house. So, I mean, you know, you know what I'm about to say. So we have this groan. We have a groan of racism. We have a groan for justice. We have a groan for reform. We have a groan for change. But how many know that there's one person that can change the earth? There's one person that can bring justice. There's one person that can bring reformation. I'm telling you, God's calling for a reformation, and it has to come from within the body. Right? And so we know this, so I'm going to focus on that sound that comes from the awakening tonight, right? So the sound... We're, What's the sound and where does it come from? It's, it's a greater groan that's within the earth and it's within the church. It's a greater groan. You know where I'm going. I'm going to Romans 8 and I'm going to camp there. Romans 8, verse 18. I really don't think I'm going to be long. I know that was all my introduction. <laughs> But I just want you to get ready because God, it really, I know, I know that he's about to pour something out for you. 
I'm going to start reading from verse 18, Romans 8, 18. For I consider that the suffering of this present time, of this present time are not worthy to be compared with the glory which shall be revealed in us. Come on, that should be, have, we should be shouting on that. I'm telling you, the, the suffering, whatever's been going on in the globe right now, the Holy Spirit says, no, 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 no. It's not worthy to be compared. Don't even give it, don't even make, give it any, any glory because the glory that's coming shall be revealed in us. For the earnest expectation of creation eagerly waits for the revealing of the sons of God. Someone say amen. I'm telling you. For the creation was subjected to futility, not willingly, but because of him who subjected it to hope, to, subjected to it in hope, sorry. Because the creation itself also will be delivered from the bondage of corruption into the glorious liberty of the children of God. My God. For we know that the whole creation groans, labors with birth pangs until now. This is, we're living here right now, guys. We are living here. And we're going to get on the other side of it till now. Not only that, but we also, who have the first fruits of the Spirit. I want to just jump on that. The first fruits of the Holy Ghost. You have the first portion of Jesus Christ's Spirit being released on the earth. <laughs> Even we ourselves grown within ourselves eagerly waiting for the adoption the redemption of our body now i'm going to reinterpret that for a moment because listen the redemption of not your body this body the the global body because the global body needs to start moaning and groaning with the the, the utterance of the holy spirit to bring change in the earth i'm telling you there's an eager expectation of the sons of God. And it will bring what? We groan within ourselves, eagerly waiting for the adoption and the redemption of the, our body. For, for we were saved in this hope. But the hope that is not, but, the, but hope that is seen is not hope. For why does one still hope for what he sees? Come on, you're not seeing it yet. You need to back up and read that again. Right? But for if we hope for what we do not see, we eagerly wait for it in perseverance. Ready? Ready? Because there's something that the Lord wants to pour out on that. And, and there's hope. What is hope? hope? Hope deferred makes the heart sick. Hope is, is something that we're, we're anticipating. We're believing that God's going to bring it. Right? We're believing that something's about to happen. It's not faith. It's a hope that something's about to happen. And so that's where we need to live, right? And not only that, with perseverance. That means eagerness. That means we're always waiting. And, and listen, nothing can push you away from it or out of the, out of the sphere of what God, what God has for you because he's going to pour out something for you tonight. There's nothing that, you can, that's trying to, that can block you. Because why? Because you're going to persevere. And it's time, it's high time to awake and persevere. It's high time for us to rise up and awaken and persevere in what God's doing in this hour and not shrink back and not go back to the normal. Come on, I like the new normal. 
like the new normal God's going to give to you. I like the new normal that go, that's going to be blasted out and released by the, by the prophetic words, by, by the healing power that's released on the earth. Come on, this is the hour. This is the hour where all things can be redeemed. This is the hour where, where God can shift and move atmospheres. This is the hour where the great harvest is going to be released on the earth. This is the time. This is the season. And so, so it says this, likewise, the Spirit also helps us in our weakness. For we don't know what we, we should pray or, or as we ought, but the Spirit himself, everyone say the Spirit himself, Really, the Spirit himself makes intercession with us, for us, with groanings which cannot be uttered. Come on, that means you cannot understand it. You don't have the, a sensing of what God's doing. But, God, the, but the Holy Ghost is going to do that through you. Say, through you. Come on, he's going to do it through you. Now, now, he who searches the heart knows the mind and, and what, the, what the mind of the Spirit is because he makes intercession for the saints according to the will of God. That means, listen, we're all worried about the will. I'm worried about the will of God. Listen, the Lord is about to release things, and he's about to put you right in the middle of his will. But you have to cooperate with what the Spirit's groaning. And you have to be a part of what the Spirit is groaning in the earth. Oh, I'm just going to read the rest of that. And we know all, we know that all things work together for good for those who love God, to those who are called according to his purpose, for, for whom he foreknew he predestined to be conformed to the image of his son. Come, come on. I'm telling you, he foreknew you. That means you have to become like his son. You have no choice. God's going to make you look like the son of God. He's going to bring you into a place where you are called. And you, you open your gates and the king of glory comes in and things shift and change. And you begin to look like the image of Christ. In how you walk, how you talk, how you heal the sick, how you begin to uh, do whatever, whatever. Speak the word and it shifts and moves things. Because when Jesus said things, it wasn't just a, oh, maybe that's going to happen. No, when Jesus spoke to the fig tree, it shriveled up and died, right? When Jesus be, spoke, you know, open your eyes or be healed, take up your mat and walk. It just happened. He didn't have to even lay hands on people. And so the same spirit which raised Christ from the dead, you know this, I'm preaching to the choir, but it's inside of you. Do you believe that? Yeah. Five people believe it. I'm telling you tonight. Oh. Where was I? That he might. Be the firstborn among many brethren. You know what? You're called the church of the firstborn. You are the church of the firstborn. That goes back to my first argument or my first declaration. <laughs> you will look like Jesus. I don't care what you think. You will look like Jesus. You will stand like Jesus. You might be crucified like Jesus, but you'll rise up. Come on, there'll be resurrection. Right, and I like this, verse 30. Come on, we end on this. I'll just stop with this, but I can keep going. Moreover, whom he predestined, these he also called. And whom he called, he also justified. And those whom he justified, he what? Glorified. 
So come on, somebody. You were justified by the blood of Jesus. You were called by the blood of Jesus. You were justified by the blood of Jesus. You are glorified. Say, I am and will be glorified. I'm telling you, you have to start declaring. I need to hear a sound. I feel like something tonight. I'm telling you, I feel like something tonight. <laughs> I'm going to give you tonight three dimensions of heavenly sound, okay, or three dimensions of the groan. Wake up. Come on. What's the first dimension? It's the sound of earth. Come on, it's right there in the, in the Bible. I'm not doing anything crazy. It's the sound of earth and creation. <laughs> Scripture says this is where the birth pangs begin. It's in earth and creation. Why earth and creation? Because it's God's. And it's God who created the earth. And it's you who is given charge over the earth. And so here we go. God wants to bring a place in your life where the birth pangs begin to give birth to what God wants on the earth. It's, it's what he wants on creation. He, it's what he wants. Not, not some crazy stuff that, that they're trying to sell us. Come on, we're not partnering. I said this already. We're not partnering with the spirit of lawlessness. We're partnering with the spirit of sonship. And that, that sounds like the glory of God rising from the earth because he said the whole earth will be filled with his glory. Yes, there'll be tribulation. Yes, there'll be pestilence. Yes, there'll be plagues. Yes, there'll be crazy movements and crazy governments and all kinds of things happening. But I'm telling you, this is true. The Lord of glory will rule the earth. It's his. It's not under the rule of tyranny. It's not under the rule of liberalism. It's not under the rule of godless people. It's not. It may look like that, but Satan has to play his hand. Why? Because his time is short. So what time is it, church? It's high time. Come on. It's high time. I'm shouting tonight. I don't even care. It's high time. It has to be high time to wake out of sleep. So you're not partnering with lawlessness anymore. Even thoughts. Not partnering with lawlessness. Come on. Why? Because when we partner with sonship, it calls forth liberty from bondage. It calls forth liberty from bondage. How many like bondage? How many like slavery? How many like being enslaved? How many like being in debt? Oh, yeah, come on. God wants you to be in liberty and he wants you free. And it's not a question of maybe it's God's will. No, he's called you to freedom. 
That's why Christ came. He came to set us free. He came to set you free tonight. He came to, to move things. Listen, there's, there's, there's this, uh, remember Moses. Moses uh, was praying to God, and the, and the Lord said, so the God, so it said that the, the Lord heard the groanings, and God remembered his covenant, covenant with Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob. You remember that? He says it like three times in three verses. He remembered, he heard their groaning. Who did he hear the groaning of? The children of Israel. Come on, today's not much different. God's calling us to live in a place of freedom. But he's looking for a sound. He's looking for that sound. And is that sound coming from in, within, within you? Or is, it, or is it someone next to you? Because God wants to hear it from you. Don't let the voice next to you be louder than yours. Come on tonight. Don't let the voice next to you be louder than yours. Don't let uh, uh, a liberal mindset be louder than yours. Don't let the, uh, you know, poverty be louder than yours. Don't let injustice be louder than your voice because you have the voice of justice within inside of you. Yes. Getting rowdy in here. Come on, it's, it's a literal groan of the earth calling the sons of God to step back into their original intent. That's what's groaning. God created the earth. You know the story. Do I have to go back to Genesis? I'm telling you, he created the earth that man would, come on, subdue and bring forth the kingdom. Come on, come on. No more vines. No more vines around trees. Come on, no more vines no more things, thickets. Come on. It's just, come on. The Lord plants the garden and man just tends it and it's not sweaty. Come on. Me and Craig decided we're writing a letter to Adam. Get rid of the vines. Come on. I should be able to speak to the rock and it'll go the way I want. Not toil. So it was a literal groan that's calling us back to original intent. And then there's the glorious liberty that we can partner with. Come on, glorious liberty. I didn't even, I almost got on a, a word study on that. But see, what happens is if I start studying too far out, I lose my points. So here's the thing. There's a glorious liberty that's coming to the sons of God. And it's, and it's here for you to take tonight. It's, I promise you, it's here tonight to take a glorious liberty, not just regular, like, liberty. Like, you can be free, and I don't care what last year looked like. I don't care what, you know, even tomorrow looks like if we, if we crash and burn. Come on, there's a glorious liberty that the Holy Spirit's giving to the church right now in this hour. And I want to take it, and I want you to take it tonight. I want you to receive it tonight. And that's not to whip you up into a, a crazy frenzy, charismatic frenzy. It's to say, listen, there's something real that we can take from heaven tonight and there's there's this glorious liberty that can be released for us where confusion goes where hesitancy goes where boldness comes and just lives inside of us because he lives inside of me he wants to hear my voice declare his, his goodness and his glory So that was number one. Number two, the sound comes from within ourselves. I know the earth is crying out. 
But he's looking for someone. <laughs> Yourself. Myself. He's looking for us to, come on, stir what's already happening in the earth. There is a voice of the Holy Spirit that's rising and God's saying, will you within yourself, will you begin within yourself, begin to do and begin to step into what I'm calling you to because now's the time. Say it again. High time. time. Really? There's a sound that comes within ourselves and and it's explicitly called a groan. So there is a sound. What does it sound like? It sounds like the globe praying to Jesus. It sounds like a church in intercession and not passive intercession. Intercession that kicks the devil in the teeth and he won't come in the church. Any devil that comes in gets kicked out before it even enters the threshold. Come on, any healing that's needed, it's, come on, this is the hour for that type of thing to happen. I'm telling you, and if you don't believe this, I'm challenging you to. You must believe this because this is what Jesus did. This is the, this is the, come on, this is the bride that he was looking for to step into. It's called the groan within ourselves. And again, we go back to that verse where it says, we have the first fruits of the Spirit. My God, we've been given the first portion of the Holy Spirit on the earth. That means, you know when you tithe? Ready, I'm going to talk about tithing. We can give again if you want. No, but tithe tithe is what? It's the first, first tenth. It's the first fruits. It's the first fruits of everything I get, I give it to God and say, God, you blow on it. And you take it, you multiply it. That's, listen, listen. So I get from Father God. (laughs) Come on. Oh, I'm, I'm excited. If I wasn't excited before, I'm excited now. Listen, you get the first fruits from Jesus. It's the first fruits of the Holy Spirit that wants to pray through you, that wants to work through you, that wants to do the works of God in the earth, the works of the kingdom all over the earth. Why? Because he gave it to you first. It's the best part of him. My God. That's all you need tonight. We can go home. I'm telling you, it's all you need tonight. It's the first fruits of the Spirit. He gave it to you. Remember where it says you were sealed. As a down payment. It's a down payment. It's, oh, my God, my God, my God. I love you, Jesus. This is so good. I'm preaching myself happy tonight. I'm sorry. That's good. I'm not apologizing. So what happens? Ready? We're going back to divine union because here's what happened. Ready? It says this, that we eagerly are waiting adoption. 
and redemption of the body. I talked about this already, but here's another, here's another look at it. Because when I get the spirit, his spirit, his DNA is mixed with my DNA and I become a son. No questions. It's over. Right? Because you've been intertwined with Jesus Christ. Why? Because you've got the strand of DNA of Christ inside of you because of the spirit of God that lives inside of you. And you don't need anything else. Oh, I, I need 17 steps to healing. No, you don't. I need 12 steps of deliverance. No, you don't. I'm telling you, you need Jesus. You, you already have him inside of you. And the spirit of God that's in you will move through you and begin to do things in your life to bring transformation. Because how are, we gonna be, how are you going to see a reformation in the earth if we don't first become transformed ourselves? And God's calling us to this place of transformation. To live there. Come on, I'm not just jumping in, jumping out. No, I'm living there. I'm living there. I'm living in the place where reformation is happening on the inside. And I'm a reformer. And when I go into the earth, I begin to reform everything around me. Not because I'm a control freak and not because I want to dominate people, but because the Spirit of God is on my life and I'm reforming all those things around me. Right? So that the Spirit of God, when it moves through me, it just wrecks things. It wrecks the devils. It wrecks temptations. It wrecks all those things because I'm, I have the one who I desire, who loves me. He loves me. <laughs> he loves you. <laughs> That's all you need to know. Oh, my goodness. He loves you. Oh. So we must hope for the things we don't see. Right? Come on, we, we activate hope. Deferred makes the heart sick. But God's saying, listen, I'm stepping, you're going to step into this place of hope. You're believing and it's going to anticipate and there's going to be such perseverance on it. And then by faith, you're going to step into the reality of it. Even if you don't see it. Even if I don't see it, you work in. I know. I can't. I got to stop. You better stop. You better stop singing. So, <laughs> but hope, hope, hope's an expectation or belief in the fulfillment of something desired. Don't you desire God to come and show up in your room? Don't you desire that God comes and shows up in your marriage? Don't you desire that God comes to your house and takes, takes care of all your needs? Come on. Come on. He's looking for you to just partner with him so that all the needs will be taken care of. Because he'll give you instruction to get in the position so that when we receive, we're able to steward what he gives us. And I'm telling you, he's calling you as a steward of greater things than you're, than you're walking in now. Right? So something desired, maybe present hurts and, and, and uncertainty over what the future looks like. Or, or he wants to create constant hope in your life. Constant hope. And endurance. We talked about endurance, perseverance, patience, right? And number three. So it's the spirit within our spirit that makes intercession. Ready? So it's his spirit, big spirit, capital S, comes in contact with my little spirit, small s, 
and something begins to explode. And even though I don't know how to pray, and even though I don't know how to do certain things, and even though I feel like I'm not qualified to do certain things, and even if, if I have doubts in my mind, come on, God's there to say, it says this, that likewise, his spirit helps us in our weakness. Someone say, yay. Come on. It's true that when I'm weak, listen, I could have never overcome the things in my life on my own strength. There's no way. I could have gone to programs. I could have been in this rehab, that rehab. Come on, Jesus came and set me free. So when I say this to you, God is able to do exceedingly abundantly above all you ask, think, or imagine. I know because I'm a testimony of it. And there, there's so many people in this room that can testify to that. And I'm telling you that he has within him way more power than you do in your own strength. And so the, the, the question is, are we more dependent on him or more dependent on ourselves? Do we know better? Do I know better than Jesus? I definitely do not. So I, I, I'm telling you that there's a, there's a place that the Lord wants to bring us where we're completely dependent. Come on, it says that the poor in spirit shall see God and the meek shall inherit the earth. So if that's the case, then I need to unload myself from all my pride and all the things that get in the way and all my, come on, self-sufficiencies and all my, come on, inconsistencies and all the things that I do. And God says, listen, the meek shall inherit the earth. The poor in spirit will see me. That means when I'm poor in spirit, that I'm humble, that I'm, I'm without anything, with no guile in my life. I don't have anything that gets in the way of what God's about to do. And I'm telling you tonight, if we just drop all things, like just forget where you are, but pretend you're in the car by yourself screaming at God. I'm telling you, because that's what most of you do well. If you go into the car, you yell at Come on, start to intercede or somewhere in your prayer closet. And you, I'm telling you, the Lord is trying to bring us into a place of such dependency. And listen, to remove ourselves from the system. The Spirit of God is searching for weak people. That's a good point, brother. The Spirit of God is searching for weak people. I know we don't like to hear that. But he's looking for weak people. Meekness is not weakness. And he's looking for weak people that people are weak enough that he can pour his spirit through and his power through. Come on, how many just want to be weak enough for him to pour his power through you? I'm telling you, it's humbling. It's humbling because we, we just get like, God, I can do this. The more I'm in this, the more I know I can't do it. The more I realize that I'm, if, if I don't get out of the way, if I don't like humble myself, I can listen. It's so crazy. Over the, over the last couple of weeks, I've gotten into conversations like anything I say is the wrong thing. Because there's so much misunderstanding right now. <laughs> it's crazy. So I'm like, God, I'm off. I'm laying my hands off there. I'm taking my hands off this. I don't know what justice even looks like, to be honest. I don't know what it looks like. What happens then? 
We don't know how to pray and even approach the Savior sometimes. Humility is the way to meekness, right? And meekness is the way to the Father. I want to see his face. Don't you want to see his face? I want to see his face. And so there's something that's happening by the Spirit tonight that God's going to bring you into an encounter. I'm believing for an encounter because it's going to be a, there's going to be a sound that you're going to release. And, and, and if anyone, listen, I'm telling you, it's not time to be quiet tonight. No, when we're finishing this up, it's not time to be nice New England reserved. No, I'm looking. I, I don't know you if that's. <laughs> you're, you're in the wrong building. I'm telling you, it's not time for that. It's time to let loose. It's time to allow the spirit of God to come in. It's time to get out of the way and look like whatever it looks like. It's okay. Listen, I'm even having them remove this thing out of the way because it's going to get ugly in here. I promise you. And I love this, that the Spirit himself makes intercession for us. Like, I just want the Lord. Lord, when I pray, I hate my idle words. I hate my idle words. I don't want to just say words to, to try and get something from God, try and convince him of something. Come on, when I pray in the Spirit, I don't have understanding. I get all the things I need. Because why? Because I'm seeking first the kingdom of God and his righteousness. And when I align myself with that, I begin to look and peer into heaven. And he begins to give me a strategy on what it looks like, what justice looks like in the earth, what healing looks like in all kinds of manner, what deliverance looks like, how, I, how I'm a key to deliverance in the earth. That's you. And then he says this, he says he knows that now he who searches the heart knows what the mind of the spirit is. Don't you know that God knows? God, you don't know what I'm going through. No, he knows. God, don't you see what's going on in the earth? Yeah, he knows. He wasn't taking it by surprise. And the spirit of God wants us to align with what his purpose and plan is. So I'm just going to talk about... Lazarus for a moment and I want the team to come up behind me and just help me if, if it's just Tori that's fine too but just I, I we know the it's, I'm, t I'm going from John 11 verse 32 and we know the story how many know the story of Lazarus being raised from the dead I'm just going to rehearse that for a minute because it says this it says that you know Jesus came and they said, you know, they criticized him. Could not this man who opened the eyes of the blind also have kept this man from dying? And Jesus, again, it says, groaning in himself. <laughs> I'm talking to you tonight about the voice of awakening. And it just so happens that Jesus happened to awaken someone out of the dead. And there's resurrection life in who he is, and the power of, of God in who he is. And so the groaning, Jesus was groaning in himself, and he came to the tomb, and it was a cave, and a stone was laid against it. And Jesus said, take away the stone. And Martha, the sister of him who was raised, who was, who was dead, said to him, Lord, by this time he stinks, he, st he has a stench, and, and, and he's been dead four days. And Jesus said, did I not say to you that if you would believe, 
you would see the glory of God. What did I say at the beginning of the night? I believe that the, the, there's going to be a glorious liberty in this place tonight. And even if he's not raising someone physically from the dead, he's going to use you to raise people to life and life in Christ. So it says that they took away the stone from the place where the dead man was laying, and Jesus lifted up his eyes and said, Father, I thank you that you heard me, and I know that, you're always, that you always hear me. See, Jesus didn't have an issue with wondering whether the Father was listening. But because the people who, you, who are standing by, but because the people who are standing by, I said this, that they may believe that you sent me. And now when he said these things, he cried with a loud voice, Lazarus, come forth. And he who had died came out bound, hand and foot and in grave clothes. And his face was wrapped with a cloth. And Jesus said to him, loose him and let him go. And I want to tell you tonight that there's a groaning, that there's a sound in the earth that releases the resurrection power in your life. Are you hearing me tonight? There's some place that the Lord wants to take us, and I believe this, right? He groaned within himself, and he began to speak to the one who was dead in the tomb. And while I haven't seen anyone raised from the dead, boy, do I wish I had. I do know this, that the promise is true. That there's literally within us the power to begin to prophesy and declare. I'm telling you there needs to be a sound in the earth. That resurrection life, he is the way. He is the resurrection life. So don't get sleepy on me now. Come on, there's a place that the Lord is taking us tonight where resurrection life is going to be released for you through your voice. Listen, the whole earth is groaning. And you in yourself are groaning. But even better, the Spirit of God, the Spirit of the living Christ is groaning inside of you, whether you know it or not. Come on, He wants to bring you to a place where there's life and life abundant, and it comes through the hands of the saints in the earth. I'm telling you, there's no more time. It's high time.